All right, welcome Devon Air Community Church. I'm Pastor Joanne Bastine. And uh, I started doing these. I got a, I got a good start. I had a couple of them. But anyway, we're continuing on with the Breaking Bad series out of the book of Judges. And today, I just want to look at Judges chapter 2, verse 10. That's all I want to look at. Um, so I'm going to read it for you. I'm reading out of the NIV, the New International Version. After that, a whole generation had been gathered to their ancestors. Another generation grew up who knew neither the Lord nor what he had done for Israel. So I was thinking about um, this verse, and I did not grow up in the church. Um, my my parent, well, my parents, both my both of my parents were Catholic. They were they went to Catholic school, graduated. Catholic school. Um, and then after that, once they married, they just stopped. We went to church a couple of times. Um, it really wasn't until second grade that I started to attend catechism because my grandmother insisted that we make our sacraments. So we were enrolled in catechism and I went through sixth grade. Uh, at that time, we, I was this, the Catholic school or the Catholic church that we were attending, they were trying something new and they were doing catechism in sixth grade, I think they were figuring that they were losing too many people. And so they weren't making it to eighth grade, which was the typical time when you made your sacrament of confirmation. Anyway, if you want to hear my whole story, I, I came to faith as an adult, both my husband and I did. Um, uh, I'll link in the show notes to a different video that I did about that. Um, but um, I didn't grow up, I say that because I didn't grow up in the church. And I am, I think they call us geriatric Gen X now. Uh, We're now geriatric. Some of us have grandkids. I do not. So I am grateful that my kids are waiting um, a little bit longer. Anyway, uh, I, the, here's, here's what you need to understand if you rate, were raised in the church, or maybe you're not even a person of faith yet, um, but Gen, I'm Generation X, we are the first generation to be raised outside of the church. In other words, the majority of gen, Generation X was not raised in, a, in the faith tradition. Um, their parents may have been Christians. Their parents may have had a, some kind of a faith affiliation. Um, but for my generation... If you were raised in the church, you are the anomaly rather than the norm. Um, now, uh, I have, we have two kids. One of them is Gen Y and the other is Gen Z. They're both kind of on the cusp of each, um, each generation, generational or whatever. Uh, now they're, you know, millennials and Gen Z. But let's just go with Gen X, Y, and Z for the sake of continuity. We now have three generations that have been raised not going to church. In other words, the, the majority of people is being raised without any kind of faith. Um, now, 
of course, you're going to, if you were raised in the church, you're going to point to this person and that person, or you're going to say all my friends were, because that's kind of what we do, right? We tend to hang out with people that look like us, talk like us, uh, have the same kind of faith, vote like us, um, go to the same kind of schools. And so we have uh, um, this bias where it looks like, well, no, everybody around me is doing that. That can't be the case, <laughs> um, except that the numbers say differently. Uh, I guess depending on what kind of news source you're listening to, maybe the numbers of, of the news source that you're listening to agree with you, but um, the reality is we have three generations now that have not been, that have been raised outside of any kind of what we would call either Christian faith or Jewish faith. Um, Judeo-Christianity is really kind of a myth. I, mean, I don't know where we came up with that term, but. Um, so, and the reason I, I bring this up is because a lot of times we look at the book of Judges and we have a tendency to judge the people in the book of Judges, ironically. Um, this verse right here is followed by another verse that says, and then the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. Um, and, and I think one of the things that the author of Judges really is trying to point out early on is that um, the people who were supposed to pass the baton didn't do a very good job at it. Um, and so they weren't aware of all the ways that God had been at work in the lives of the people who had gone before them. Um, maybe they just forgot to tell the stories. Maybe they neglected to tell the stories. Maybe they told the stories, but the way they lived their lives was so contrary to the stories that the generation that came behind them just didn't listen and didn't believe, uh, the stories. Um, there is a, I'm reminded often of John Wesley and some of the other preachers during that time in England. Um, and they were, they were preaching to a people very much in a culture that was, would be similar to us today. Obviously they didn't have like Wi-Fi and cell phones and cable TV. Um, but they, uh, but they were lived, but their culture was very similar. Right, they there were there were people who went to church, but just because they went to church didn't mean they were Christians. Um, it was just the thing that you did. Uh, and and John Wesley and his followers and some of the others preachers that were raised up in that time really started um, promoting this idea that how you live should line up with your faith. Um, and I think that as we, as we look at this verse, we can take it and apply it, obviously, to our own lives and our own generation. We have three generations now who have heard stories, um, but they don't believe the stories because they don't see people's actions lining up with the stories that they hear. Um, you know, they've heard the stories about Jesus um, but they they don't believe because the way 
that we live doesn't line up with the character of Christ. Um, uh, I think it was the Dalai Lama who said, uh, um, and I'm sure I'm probably quoting the wrong mystic, I like your Christ, I just don't like your Christians. Um, and I think that there's also, we also, so we have the two, we have the two sides, right? We have people who are telling the stories, but their, their actions don't line up with what they're, in other words, they don't practice what they preach. But then we also have people who don't tell the stories. We have people, I hear, I see Christians who live great godly lives, but they don't talk about the source of their power and the source of their strength, the source of their hope. And they don't tell the stories of how God is at work in their life. Um, most of their stories that they tell are negative um, or they're trivial. And what I'd like to see are Christians talking about how they leaned on Christ and leaned on their faith um, and that it lined up with their actions. I have a friend right now um, who is caring for her three, her, her sister's children, um, she passed unexpectedly and she dropped her entire life to take care of um, these three children. And I have said to her, I'm like, you the most Christ-like life of any non-Christian I know. Um, she is sacrificed out of love and compassion um, she could just continue on living her life, trust the foster care system. Um, <laughs> good luck with that. Um, and uh, and she chose instead to act out of uh, sacrificial love to take care of these kids. Um, so if we're going to see generations transformed, and that means the ones who are followers of Jesus still today need to change the way that they're living and they need to change the stories that they're telling so that they line up with one another. It's hard to hold three generations accountable when you have this statement here of they neither knew the Lord nor what he had done. We're all, yes, we are all responsible for our own actions, but also we have to take responsibility for the role that we play. And the church has definitely set some bad examples. This is not the first time ever. Uh, we can look back across the last 2000 years. And then even before that in the Jewish tradition, um, and we can see all the ways that we have, the church has not lived up but we can also see the ways, um, the seasons where the church looked like Christ and the difference that it was able to make in the world. So I'm choosing to look at those times when the church looked like Christ and lived like Christ, the difference that it was able to make and the way it was able to transform people's hearts and lives and the communities around them. So if we want to see things change, that means that we have to allow Christ to transform us as well. Now, for those of you who may be listening who are not Christians or you're on the fence about Christianity, or maybe you're one of these generations, X, Y, and Z, 
um, I, I guess I want to say to you, there are those whose life and faith line up with one another. Um, and uh, I hope that you will look towards them as an example. St. Paul says this, imitate me as I imitate Christ. That's a big, um, that's a heavy backpack to carry. You better have the strength of Christ mm -hmm. in you if you're going to do that. All right, that's what I have for you today. I hope that you will read Judges chapter 2 uh, again in light of that verse and see what God says to you. YouVersion mm, app is a great uh, resource if you want to read the Bible um, in an app. If you want to read it online, BibleGateway.com is a great resource as well with other helps and stuff. Um, if you would like a actual physical copy of a Bible, um, you can find those online, uh, Amazon, uh, christianbook.com, uh, actually Barnes and Nobles do, does carry them if you want to get one there. If you don't have any money and you want a Bible, send me a message. I will make sure that you get a physical copy in your hands if that's what you want. All right, have a great day uh, and a great weekend.